but we are back with another episode of the Slender You Podcast. So before we start this podcast, we're not going to do introductions. You already know who's here. But let me tell you this. Some of the people in this podcast are going to tell a lot of lies. They're going to tell you that Quinn isn't great, despite the fact he threw in 70 miles per hour win. They're going to tell you that we should have ran the ball a thousand times when the run wasn't actually working. There are programs on this podcast who have lost to BYU, and I just want to put that out there. They've also lost to Oklahoma State at home, which is another issue. There are two programs that aren't even close to bowl eligibility. So I just want to set the tone because I know there's going to be a lot said, and I just want to clear the air before we get started on that. But let me tell you one more thing, America, while you're listening to this podcast. Texas is winning the fucking Big 12. We're not losing another fucking game. Oh, my God. We are back. Everybody's going to eat whatever words they had to say this week. So, again, pay attention to your own program because in Austin, Texas, How? we are fine. Why are you and we're so... going to stand for the eyes when we're winning and we're 9-3. Why well, are you projecting so much insecurity so right here to start? Right. I need to right apologize now, for man. being like, so rude when this started. I shouldn't have been so mean I, to set you off like that. I guess... I guess we're starting with the Texas game. Come on. <laughs> apparently. Well, <laughs> apparently so. You did, you did a good job of explaining some of some of my my heavy hits that were coming. But one thing you forgot to get out in front of is letting Spencer Sanders throw in that same wind for 400 yards yes. on your defense. He had the same wind conditions. So let me clarify that. But see, he's used Sanders to that because he's short. from there. So. Thank you. Thank you, String. So, you know, <laughs> it's, 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 it's like it's home like field advantage on the wind. road. It's like time local zones. Sub, local there's, wind. there's wind zones there. And so you, you under your body's more used to it. The body clock is just more mm-hmm. used to it. So it's different. It's different, I, man. Mr. Sanders from Oklahoma? I don't um, think so. Let's find out. I well, so. I was going to use that, but oh well, we're going to say he's from Oklahoma, so he's been throwing in this all his life. He's probably. From I don't Texas. think that the B rabbit. I don't Denton. think that the B rabbit thing works. Like you can't say their their arguments for them in a less swaggy way, and then do the, do the B rabbit. Yes, it's still going to sting that, when it's still going to sting when they say it. It's still going to hurt. It's not because we're going to win the Big Twelve. I, I'm I am a hundred percent more confident after that game that we're winning the Big Twelve. See, that's I, insane. Like bro. I respect that what? so much. Like and blah, like this is this is you and it. Like I respect I that so much that you can fail that hard and then be that confident coming off of stuff. Like I, I just I respect that. I respect. We should have lost down to failure. We should have lost Iowa to Iowa State, mm-hmm. but he, but the lost. best receiver on the field dropped the ball for no reason, and then we go to Stillwater and lose, and you are more confident that we're winning the Big Twelve. That doesn't make any sense. We lost by a touchdown. We we said on this podcast, we've said in several different arenas, and everybody on this cast has said it, whether they want to admit it or not. It may be in private, but they've said it. Quinn is going to be great, and he's just going to have true freshman games where he just does shit like that. But that's Sark throwing the ball down the damn field, throw little bubble screens. Well, I am not worried at all. So you're not worried that Sark's going to give up even more uh, double-digit leads because this is yet another double-digit lead that Sark has given up. And he still has only won one road game in the Big 12. How can you trust someone like that to win the Big 12? That doesn't make any sense. Hey, giving up double-digit leads is fine. <laughs> we've, we've only done that like five times. Anyway, go ahead. But, but this, this does speak to the larger issue that Sark has going on, that he is great at scheming for big-ass games, but he cannot handle your routine, everyday, just general game in which he's favored on the road by set whatever, however many points. Like, he still struggles with that. And I don't like, you know, it's been two years and he's that same dude. Like, it's, so, it's, it's, an, so interesting, Quinn, it's an interesting trend. 
So Quinn is basically Haynes King, and Sark is basically Jimbo. <laughs> that's what that we're seeing. Sounds about right. First off, both head coaches really should go be coordinators somewhere. Well, no, that's, it's a little, that's it's a, the truth of the matter. It's it's a little different because at this point, Jimbo was well above five hundred in year two, and, and we're right at four. Oh, so bro, it's not yeah. quite oh, the same. Got him. So just you know, as long as we're like making all the things consistent, did Bluff freeze or is he just is he just staring down? No, he's he's, 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 he's trying to find some facts. He's pretending he froze to get out of this. There are there are facts that I wanted to talk about. He's doing some research. I'm glad Texas had like twelve penalties for like nine thousand yards. Yeah, that was crazy. State had no penalties. That's a fact that I like to bring up. That speaks to coaching. That's not good. We're the youngest team in the nation, and I'm going to tell you, I don't have the facts to support it, but just the actors. We are by far the youngest program in the nation. We have three true freshmen on the offensive line. Quinn is a freshman. We have a freshman tight end. You didn't have I mean, to. I doing, a, what you doing an age determination by the eye test is the no funniest one, fucking thing I've ever heard. You don't have to do that, though. Like You're allowed to play whatever, whatever age of player you would like. He is a new coach, so it's totally different. So I would say I this, mean, and is this is my last point. Is he a new coach anymore? Point. He's coached 20 games. He's not in year five, and he's not. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm not. I'm not the one. Texas won't let someone get to year five. I'm not doing five. a standard bear by any stroke of the imagination <laughs> for the state of my program right now. We are not the benchmark by any stroke but of the imagination. I, I know that Quinn was bad, but also Sark has to know one. You have what's basically amounts to a true freshman quarterback making his first true road start in the conference. You have to know that. You have you already know that Stillwater is not an easy place to play. Maybe Sark himself doesn't know that because he's only been at Texas for two years, so he hasn't been to Stillwater yet. But enough people around the program and enough of those upperclassmen know Stillwater is not an easy place to play, especially for Texas. And so to go into that game with knowing all those things and seeing the QB wide receiver communication be so horrible, that's not that has nothing to do with the win. That has nothing to do with it, it wasn't all on Quint. Some throws a lot of the throws were on Quint, obviously. But the communication between the wide receivers and the quarterback was off from the first throw of the game mm-hmm. with Quinn through the pick. Like, from jump, it never got right. It never got fixed. And the announcers are like, well, yeah, you don't realize how loud it is in the stadium. That's bullshit. Yes, I do. I've been watching Texas play in Stillwater yeah. for my entire adulthood. And it's like Jeez, nobody let me knew. Tell you this. Nobody wants to get us ready for that. You have to coach the kids to get them ready for that environment. And we weren't ready, bro, period. Allow because think about this, brother. Now, I want America to think about this. When you're at a game, you don't have on the helmet. You're just out there butt naked ears. When you have on the helmet, you can't hear. And these guys are still so young. So I'm telling you, between the youth, between the helmets, impacting our ability to hear, do not be concerned with Texas football. Texas football is going to be a hundred percent. How do you explain Iowa State, true. which was a home game? Iowa State was a home game, and we looked like pure. Feces. If truly gifted a win, truly gifted a win. I have two things that I would like to ask you about your program right now. One, did you know that only 20 games into Sark's career, he's lost to every school in the Big 12 besides TCU, and that one's coming up in two weeks? And two, we're losing that game. Do you think (laughs) Sark will ever win a true road game as a head coach at Texas? He's won well, one. I don't know game. what you mean exactly. We play Oklahoma. He was the, vi- and we were he the, was the visiting team. team. No, visiting team at no, a neutral site. No, that's not the game. one I mean. We won. Some, we beat somebody in their stadium last year. But I mean, it, it was somebody not good. But it was TCU. That. It was, that was TCU. TCU. Yeah, it was TCU. Right. Yeah, we beat TCU at TCU. But you think we're going to struggle with them at home? 
Yes. I mean, it's yes. a different. Yes, because it's, they, it's were, a, it's, they were bad last year. Like, they were really bad. No, last it's they were a slightly bad. different okay. TCU program. Losing That's exactly like, where that was headed. Losing yes. to TCU last year, nothing wrong with it. it uh, I disagree. Everyone. I think that it's nasty that Evan comes back after hiding last week after they lost to West Virginia. After you said they were the worst program in the Big 12. No, I said that TCU was the worst program in (laughs) the Big 12. No, you did not. I literally grouped TCU and West Virginia in the lowest tier of Sonic Hard Seltzers at the beginning of the year. Look, losing to West Virginia is fine, especially in Morgantown. Weird stuff goes on. Jay was there. What do you want me to say? I've, 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 I haven't experienced it this man, year. They, so I'm, they, I'm, like I'm looking, I'm looking at this box score right now. Man, they really shut y'all down rushing wise in the second half. Like they, they put yeah, the clamps on and made Quinn beat y'all with their arm. And he only had about a hundred and well, I guess y'all had a hundred and ninety yards passing in the first half, and he finished the game with three hundred and nineteen. So he only had a hundred and twenty. What I guess that's a hundred and twenty yards passing in the second half. Well, Nin- that's why for that, 49 is nasty. That's nasty. That's why it worked because oh. they realized Quinn can't throw the ball. We could load the box up and then nothing worked after that. And we couldn't, exactly. we couldn't get him out of it. And, and it was very and nasty. Everybody kept that. saying like, why didn't you run Bijan more? It was like, no, his big runs were in the first half and yeah. he broke off like a 60 or 70 and that skewed the stats. Yeah. Okay. That, that's that, fine. That's, but that's, why not pass to like, him more? You know, Bijan and A-Chain are a lot like that. Like, their stats look great, like, in that they'll have good carries. But, like, I'm looking at this 13 carries for – oh, shoot, where is the actual thing? Like, the the the, the long runs, which are part of the game, man. you got to do what you got to do. But the long runs do skew the overall stats, I guess. Um, I know that Blah knows I just this. don't know why we threw the ball far down the field. Like, seriously, I don't think the win was that much of a factor that – we're saying but like no 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 no, we aren't saying that block no there is no we involved listen we we are on this podcast we are a family no y'all all all gotta buy in if i say it y'all gotta Um, jump in with blah i think you know the answer to this string or pablo would you like to guess um Bijan's receiving stat line from saturday string i think i'm watching you cheat right now i am cheating right now wow i'm gonna say one catch for seven yards. <laughs> Close. It was one catch for 33 yards and a touchdown. And that was the only time oh, they yeah. threw to him the whole game. That's a real shame to not, not throw it to him. <laughs> and the offense that is predicated so much on motion, little short passes, and things that work. Like, if you watch the highlights, the successful plays were little short mm-hmm. passes. And we just abandoned it. After knowing that our freshman quarterback was struggling, we were like, hey, no, nah, we're good. We're not mm-hmm. going to do that. No, because it is Cole crazy. Was I calling mean, the plays. 19 for 49 is disgusting, but 19 completions and 319 yards is insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really boomer bust. I'm not going to listen to quarterback right play <laughs> from an Auburn fan. You totally. Texas A&M that fan. whole point just went entirely over your head, so it's okay. <laughs> it, what was it? Was it? I miss it. <laughs> I, was, I was agreeing with you about how they. Clearly, they weren't doing any of the short stuff that was working well because 19 completions and 30 incompletions while having 319 yards is a pretty weird contrast. Yeah. Texas is him, Pablo. I agree. <laughs> Fuck Texas. <laughs> um, Enough about Texas. Can we go to the rest of the teams? Yes. Because I feel like there's another um, another major issue um, here. And before we even – let's talk about on the field before we get off the field. Yeah. Um, String to the front, please. I'm I'm ready to go, man. They can't hurt me South more. Carolina. They've already hurt me. 
I didn't think y'all would lose to South Carolina. I'm just going to be honest. You've never lost to South Carolina. So I was like, eh. So, yeah, I mean – I don't know. Like so, tell lies. So, tell no, lies. No, I, I, I don't have the capacity. This this team has broken me of my ability to tell lies. I did not know whether we would win or lose this game. Like I didn't know, but I thought that it wouldn't be as much of a dumpster fire to start the damn game as it would be. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want to go like this is a bigger picture project that I have at some point when I have time and I'm or if I'm wasting time at work. I want to go back and see how good Jimbo is out of timeouts. Because we suck whenever there's any sort of a break in play, man. Like, it, whether it's a timeout, whether it's a bye week, we are trash. Like, we are now two and three after bye weeks under Jimbo. But, like, I mean, yeah. the game started off as poorly as you possibly could. Like, first of all, they, they run that kick kickoff back, and we could have knocked that dude out, like, multiple times, but we didn't. And then we get the ball, and I can't remember which one happened first, and we have a, a bad snap. And the shitty part about it, we had eight false starts in that game. Eight false starts, and we didn't change the cadence of how we were calling in a loud place. We didn't go to a clap or anything. We were still trying to do it. We're still trying to say the snap, which I don't get. So we, you know, we fumble that snap. We have a brand new center because our center got tore his ACL. And then we have Haynes, who God bless him, he's gonna he's gonna throw interceptions. That's what Haynes King does. He throws an interception, and so all of a sudden we're just down like. 17 to nothing in the first like three and a half four or five minutes of the game and you know kudos to the team for battling back and making it a six-point game but like that game was over from the jump like we were not ready to play like we were we were just not Can I ask you a question we're not straight? ready to go yeah on a scale of zero to ten with ten being i'm gonna go out myself and help raise money to fire jimbo and zero is you keep Jimbo for the next whatever his ungodly contract is. Where would you rate yourself right now? So I don't like I don't live in the world of possibility because life has beaten me down too much. Like I don't see the value in ranking that shit because we ain't gonna fire him anyway. Like we're not. Like it's just not gonna happen. So why why bother even entertaining? Like we there's no way that we're gonna come up with. 85, 895, whatever the billions of dollars that we got to do to come up with. Honestly, what I'd rather see him do right now is whatever cash that we would have come up with for however many millions of dollars. I'd rather see us take that money, put it towards an offensive coordinator, and then give it to some of the players to keep them out the portal. Like, that's that's the smart investment of the money right now. And kick this can down the road for a couple of years, and maybe when the buyout's a little bit less in a couple of years, and we're still doing what we're doing, then you fire him at that point. But uh, I, I just don't – I mean, I don't – it does, there, there's, to me, there's no point in entertaining that conversation because it ain't going to happen. He's not going to get fired this year. There's no fucking way he gets fired this year. None whatsoever. Like, none. Even with everything he that's should. going off-field. Some so of those I, guys hitting the portal is not a bad thing if some of that off-field stuff is true. Yeah, but I, mean, I understand you want to say you want to keep the team together because you can't have a mass exodus. Yeah. Some of those kids are not going to be allowed in Texas. I'm not going to lie to you. We don't, we don't yeah. need everybody. I mean, so like, here's, here's, here's the thing about that. I think it was just a – it was a bad situation that we had no, we had no real upper, we have very little upperclassmen leadership. And like one guy that we had as a leader on the offense is Anaya Smith and he tore up his leg pretty badly. And I think that, I, you know, some of that stuff, I can blame it on that, that other intrinsic off the field, but some of that stuff is straight up on Jimbo. When you continue to trot out Haynes King every single week and every single player continues to see that he struggles every single week and when he gets off the field, he gets a pat on the back and doesn't get yelled at. But if a fucking wide receiver misses a block or does a bad read, they get oh, shoot out. No. That's going to create an issue, right? That's that, I, I can understand. Like some, so some of these, like 
Yeah, absolutely. Are some of the players struggling with discipline-related issues and so some of that stuff internal to them? Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, I think a, a key thing that's going on right now is Jimbo is stubbornly trying to make Haynes King happen and all the damn writing is on the wall. Here's the thing that pisses me off about it is that, you know, Kellen Mond, his freshman year, everybody was calling for that dude to sit and he didn't have half the games that Haynes King had. He didn't have half the shitty games that Haynes King had. And... You know, for some reason, and Jimbo was about to bench Kellen at one point too, and it's just a that to me is a, is a, is a contributor to whatever locker room issues that are going on right now. Because I think that Connor Weidman, I don't know how good he is. I know he's not as bad as Haynes. You know, he he kind of got put into the game at the worst possible spot when you know we're down however many points, and he led that team down the field and made some pretty decisive throws. So. We'll see what happens, man. If we if if we go to Ole Miss this weekend, or we're at Ole, Ole Miss is at us this weekend. If we go there and Haynes King trots out to start the game, I'm gonna take a very deep breath and um, <laughs> I mean be just as invested as I would have otherwise. I'm just gonna take a deep breath before I am. Now Hanks King almost beat Alabama, so I understand why Jimbo stuck with him. But now might be the time to go away. I think it's I think it's perfect timing to. Get something else going and see what you got in the kid. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and like Jimbo thinks the only way to get him out of this funk is to is to execute the offense. And right now, Haynes is the one that knows the offense backwards and forwards, and the kid doesn't know the offense. But honestly, like, I don't know how you explain. Like, I'm sure Jimbo knows at this point that his offense is a problem. I don't think he thinks it's the problem, but I think it's, he thinks it's a problem. But I think you got to pick something to solve, and the easiest thing to solve right now is probably quarterback. Very so, relatable. Yeah. I think I think your program is honestly at a very crucial point where oh, I think yeah. we're about to be able to put it in the dirt. I mean, I think after this week, <laughs> you're not going to have to worry about watching them during bowl season. But uh, this is really concerning. I mean, so, listen, when I woke up in the middle of the night to see that, I, I rejoiced yeah. because it was great. I got to go retweet some old tweets. <clears throat> yeah, and you know, and if we – I didn't. We, if we, do like end up, if we do end up missing a bowl, blah, I'm going to rely on you because I know you've had that experience a number of times in the past few years to kind of to kind of process, help me process through that. So I will I will take your advice. I didn't play Powerhouse Kansas. You know, when, no, not I mean, everyone I, can beat I, them. You know, I totally agree. We're at the oh, the program boy. is absolutely at an inflection point right now. We'll see. I want to say that there's going to be a like <laughs> there's going to be some kid in the locker room be like guys we just have to hold it together if we, no I, I mean we everybody wants to see that something like that's going to happen before Ole Miss I, I mean until you are who you are until you're not who you are and I have a feeling I I hope that everything works out well this weekend but I will be I'm not going to be surprised if this weekend is more of the same shit that we've seen so we'll hope for the best no, if the if the reports are true, there are some players that were trying to galvanize people in the locker room. Unfortunately, they were trying to galvanize people to leave Texas. A&M, yeah, I don't know. I they, it's it's, it's, it's the wrong want. kind of motivational speech that we got yeah, going on right now. It's the wrong wrong kind, kind of, of speech up there. Speech. So. And like you know, got a hold of the wrong weed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. again, like you, you, yeah, y'all know this. Y'all follow recruiting. Like it's, you just get connected. You feel like you get connected to these players, and so I'm I absolutely invested in their success right now. It just it just sucks. You know, there's no, there's no, there's, there's no like fun about that. This is like the least fun I've had in a long time following college football. It's definitely not fun, but it is what it is. And again, well, I'm going to, my dumb ass is going to be watching Ole Miss, like same thing right from the jump, be committed to the process and hope for the best. And whenever, you know, whatever happens at the end of the game or write the damn post game, go through my tweets the next thing and do it all over the next fucking weekend. And I'll do that for the rest of my life until I die.
all of us have been young and dumb, but like smoking in a locker room is by far one of the wildest things <laughs> I think I've game. ever like <laughs> at a road, at a road game. game. At yeah, a road, somebody it, else's stadium. I've heard it was a vape pen. I don't know if that makes <laughs> after it a loss. Or worse after a loss, like <laughs> something to take the edge so down. You know, and I'm not saying because again, that is general dumbassery. But what was I can't remember what was the quarterback's name? He played at Mississippi State. He played. He had us in hell for years, but he was a dual threat quarterback at Mississippi State. He retweeted like. Clay Travis talking about how crazy it was that people were smoking in the locker room, and he was like, it happens more often. Nick Fitzgerald, Nick Fitzgerald. He was like, it happens yeah. more often than you think, man. And I'm like, okay. What? I, that's what he said. I'm going to find that tweet, man. But it was this a – is... a... Yes. I believe him. Right. I believe him. These days, yeah, you could have one of those, yeah, for sure. Yeah, maybe I'm thinking of somebody like – Rolling up while Jimbo's yeah, on, the, exactly. on the blackboard. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he's like put like breaking out this bong out of a suitcase and putting it together and stuff while Jimbo's like giving his post game speech or something like that. Fair bit, so, man, as you're watching. I don't know. Uh, as you're watching A and M this weekend playing Ole Miss, just know that even if Ole Miss gets a lead, uh, they got a big lead against LSU, and then they gave up. They gave up a forty-two to three run. They gave uh, up to lose the, the game. See, and, and Pablo said that they were going to lose multiple games and that they were asked because uh, Auburn had them in hell for a little while in that middle yeah. eight. So. And it wasn't I mean, even just that. Seven. It wasn't even just that. They, Them and Arkansas, I've been saying it. And we finally get our crack at Arkansas this week. So we'll see. We'll be careful. Yeah. Fuck Arkansas. I mean, yeah. And they're coming off the bye week. This, this is Harson getting two weeks to plan for Arkansas, brother. I'm just saying it's going to be different. It's going to be different. I don't think yeah, so. We I might get we might get three scripted drives be successful instead of two. <laughs> <laughs> um, since we're talking about um, since we're talking about Auburn, Pablo, have you seen that one of your players decommitted or is in the transfer portal like an hour ago? Yeah, it's just like one of my favorite players on the team too. One of my favorite young kids. He's from Texas actually. He's a tight end from Beaumont. Um, What's his oh, name? Right. Oh, we're set at we're set at tight end, brother. I'm sorry. Well, I was I got excited for it. just a second. Can he we, pass we don't need that. We don't need a tight end. No, he, he's more he's more of a receiving tight end, and he he's the one that caught the one handed catch so in Iron Bowl last year. Okay, he's not going to Baylor then. He only had one catch this season, but they keep on playing like the old guys that have been there versus the mm-hmm. ones that just can make a play kind of guys, and he's one of those guys. So mm-hmm. it's. It's been criminal the way they've underutilized his skill set this year. So it's just another notch in the belt to to just <laughs> got to get him out of here, bros. <laughs> we got to get so him Hars out of here. Not, Hars is not getting fired this season now. I think we reached a point where he they're going to let gone. him finish the season. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like he no, gone it was already. it was pretty much two trains of thought that he was either going to be gone the bye week, and if you made it through the bye week, then you just you're just waiting out the end of the year just because what's the point? Yeah, he's in year what year two? two year right? two. two. And what's y'all's record? Three and four. There's coaches in year five. That's with true. The number one recruiting <laughs> class all time to have the same record. It's so true. You gotta ride this out. I'm hey, telling you, um, do not fire this. He's guy. barely under 500. There's coaches that are in year two that just got to five. That, that just got to 500. You know, like again, you got it. You got to hold out hope. Paul, he's a, there, he's the first Auburn coach since the 70s to be under 500 at any point in year two. Wow. wow. Nasty. That's crazy. Um, He's a trendsetter. I'm seeing yeah. here that so, Auburn signed. So it's like I keep hearing all these bullshit <laughs> stats, and it's like, well, it's the worst thing since 2012, and it's the worst coaching thing since 1979, or, you know, whatever it is. And it's just like, man, it's adding up, man. It's adding up. 
You all right, Pablo? You good? The bye week should be a time that you come back refreshed. No, so it was. Man, no, so, I I mean, as when the schedule came out and we knew when games were going to be, some of y'all know I went went to Disney World this weekend. I went on a bye week on purpose. So I went to Epcot on Saturday. I got drunk as shit. I was eating food from all over the place, and it was so peaceful. It was so peaceful because (laughs) I wasn't. Did you look at anything over football related? Yes, he did. He was tweeting. I saw the tweets, brother. He was tweeting about how I saw them, bro. You can't lie. It to wasn't him. much, though. It wasn't much. I really wasn't on there all that much. So yeah, there, now there's now that we got to the bye week, though. There's there's two trains of thought there. That's like, okay, no stress for the bye week. And then the other is like, well, you lost the bye week because Brian Harson is still your head coach. <laughs> yeah. Went who's, out. You're fine. Don't worry. Who's no, next? So, though? so who's up next? We got Arkansas. Who, who, we got Arkansas. Got Arkansas. No, I'm talking. I'm talking about. I'm not talking about Arkansas. I'm talking about who's next after Harson. Oh, who's still next any coach? more talk about who could be? Who oh, Auburn's man, flirting no, with right now? Who's died down? Who's a waiting on the tarmac right now? They know it's it's waiting. Yeah. Yeah. It's a waiting game. We'll let it flare back so, up after a next L or two. But yeah, it's so. Crazy. No, go ahead. It's, no, go ahead, because I want you to finish that, because I was going to transition us to another game. Oh, so, no, with Arkansas, just to, you know, less than a month ago, they were a top-ten football team, and now they're True. coming to Auburn as a field goal favorite. So, overrated, like I fucking said weeks ago. Hmm. Fair. I wasn't Baylor ranked like that, too, and they fell off? Or am I making so, was, so was Aggie. Yeah. Speaking yeah, of crazy. Aggie, and I know we'll get to this in a couple weeks, Bros, when Auburn and Aggie play each other in two weeks, it that under over might be thirty. <laughs> it's gonna be a disaster. I'm taking the under. I'm taking the Pablo, under. can I tell you that I told you I would go to that game? I'm not going to that fucking game. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> it, it, I mean, I might, but that, that that would be torture to put I, myself I through know, both like, of those teams. I like I you don't know why you would put yourself through that, man. That's true. <laughs> you watched Texas for a long time. I mean, I mean, Again, you, you, never watch te- you never know. It's you watch home, Texas you know, it this weekend. That had to be bad enough, man. Fun. Oh, this might brother. be one of them fun games. 70 you know. miles per hour win. That's what keeps me going. Damn back. twister out there. Uh, so a couple weeks ago, five weeks ago to be exact, uh, Miami uh, played Aggie in a ranked game that Damn Aggie right. won. Yes, sir. Miami has been super nasty since then. They... They lost to Duke this weekend. They didn't just lose. They got blown out by Duke. Hey, Strings go Mike Elko. Go yeah. Mike Elko. Elko had them in absolute hell. Love that Miami dude. is in free fall. Miami fans lied. We had a Miami episode. Y'all all heard it. And Miami fans might be, at the end of the year, we're going to have an award for the fan base that told the most lies throughout the year. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you right now, I, I don't have this, the, the calculations, and I haven't counted all the votes yet. But Miami fans might be winning that contest no. because Miami is a no. absolute I know we're talking about right Miami, now. but no, they're number two because it's absolutely Oklahoma getting that award. <laughs> oh, yeah. No doubt. Well, if Oklahoma beats Baylor, they might have redeemed themselves. There's no uh, chance. But they're getting that award. There's so no chance. Play this week. You don't, get, you don't flirt with a top five ranking and all the shit that they talked, and then you get to this point and you get to redeem anything. Absolutely that's, not. That, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Do they play this week? No. Uh, they were Oklahoma's off. off this week. They, they play off. Oklahoma Baylor's next weekend. The weekend. Oh, that's going to be a wonderful episode. Oh, God, I can't wait ever. Wait, I have something. I was just looking. Teach was slandering. Well, Teach was slandering someone else. I thought he was coming for me, so I was getting some ammo ready. Did you guys know <laughs> Texas might be the first team in history what? to start the season unranked and then become ranked and unranked twice before the bye week? So, no, first of all, let me tell you, there's again. no way. And <laughs> it, we are. Again. We're we're probably going to be in the top ten to finish the year in the top ten, but Evan, that's that's not a real stat because I know nobody's tracking that. That's just something you made it's up. Me. You can't prove it wrong. 
I'll you, give you a chance to fact check. I'll give you a chance to fact check right now. Look, you were unranked. Please don't rank Texas. You lost to Bama and got year. ranked. You beat. Don't yank rank Texas anymore. You beat UTSA. Please. Got ranked again, I think. Lost to Texas. You you beat West Virginia and Oklahoma and Iowa State. Got ranked again. Lost to Oklahoma State. Out the rankings. That's three. You've di- only lost by a total of fifteen points. You've been unranked three, three different times. That's that is particularly nasty. How speaking of unranked and ranked, Kansas was ranked and undefeated, and now they've kind of hit us hit a slide here. What they lost to the Baylor this weekend. Uh, uh, only because they didn't have their quarterback, unfortunately, Jalen Dan Jalen. And we can't uh, count that. We honestly can't count that. And they kept <laughs> the game pretty close. I, I was not I, impressed with the Baylor performance. Well, uh, I agree. Seen... We should we we shouldn't count that. And A and M does not have a quarterback right now. Therefore, you cannot count any of our losses. <laughs> so I like are, the way you're talking. So right y'all are, now. That's are right. Tough. Y'all are undefeated. Like, I love this. You know, like I'm going to tell that to the locker room, and everybody's going to be locked back in. They're gonna be high. Yeah, I don't do what you can. Hey, you know, speak, speaking of you know, speaking of blow, I don't know where I was going with that. Spencer Sanders is from Denton, Texas, so he does mm-hmm. not have that Oklahoma dog in him. He is not used. Mm-hmm. He did not grow up throwing on the plains. He grew up throwing in Denton. That's nasty, man. We lost to Spencer Sanders, bro. That's just disgusting. I don't know why you think we're winning podcast. The Big honestly, I mean, didn't you lose him last year? We're not winning the Big Twelve. Y'all lost him last year. Three best. No, we beat them last year. Our last the three best teams in the Big Twelve. I mean, from the from them. the outside, objectively, because I don't care to watch that much Big Twelve. I mean, I keep up with it more so just because y'all talk about it a lot. But like, I feel like Spencer Sanders has a lot of people in hell, and y'all slander him a lot. Yeah, he does. He's good. No, nah, well, he's, he's good. good. He's, he's been he stinks. He stinks. He stinks. Teaches right. He stinks. He's awful. He Losing the ball to that kid the line of was disgusting. He's like he's Trim Tebow. That's who he is. Trim. I mean, that's. That's a good and college quarterback. It's, it's Pablo, you're bringing up a great <laughs> yeah. point. I think he should be in the Heisman race, honestly. Yeah. Oh, brother. Right. Sean Clifford should be there. I think you should go ahead and put Jackson Dart, maybe the, both running backs from Ole Miss in there. None of them None of them are beating beating Bo Nix, the current Heisman frontrunner. Bo Nix, current Heisman Can we stop it? Because Oregon played one real team, and they lost 40, what, 48 to nothing? No, and they three. played two real teams because y'all told us that UCLA was real on this particular podcast. Y'all, did. y'all told me this. No, I, okay. I never said that. That was all me, blah. I, yeah, that was blah did. driving that. <laughs> so let's direct that slender where it goes. Well, let's tell the truth about that. That was String telling me in text messages outside of the group that UCLA was really good. And I was like, I don't know about the String. They're, they're kind of concerned and they haven't played anybody. And String was like, just trust me on this. And now look. Can I give you a stat? Bo Nix threw as many touchdowns in the game against UCLA as Auburn has thrown all season. They have the same amount of passing touchdowns. Auburn and Bo Nix in the UCLA game have the same amount of passing touchdowns. That's insane. For the year? Yeah. Like, for, the, for, like, for like the whole time. Five touchdowns. Five. five. Y'all want to be five. Five. so bad. Y'all have five touchdowns for the whole year passing? Yeah, have you not watched us play? We're a very dominant <laughs> run ground game. Yeah, they run team. the ball. <laughs> but five? Five. Like, y'all you know, played like an FCS school or something, right? Yeah, you know what's that's, crazy? That's when we Mercer scored all the Russian touchdowns and all the all the Russian, game, <laughs> Russian yards. When y'all, when y'all told us, when y'all did that Haynes King, uh, Quinn Ewers comparison thing, when y'all told me that Haynes King has five touchdowns in the year, I was honestly shocked. I was stunned. I couldn't believe that he had actually thrown five touchdowns already. All right, this is a perfect question. 
Could y'all throw five touchdowns in a college year if you were a quarterback? Absolutely of a team? not. No, 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 nobody could. Hell no, no. That's no harder way. to do than scoring a bucket, like people let's, always talk let's about. Let's put you on Alabama, so everybody's on Alabama or Tennessee. Okay, that, that, have, that makes at this a, point in the year good. Yes, if Saban lets me throw, yeah, you gotta like on the two yard line. Yeah, yeah, you but he's not gonna like, let me throw on two yard line because I'm me. He's gonna run the ball. You're on the ten. You're on the ten, and you've got to throw it. My shovel pass game is crazy, so I think I can score with Alabama. If I can shovel pass the gifts, he's gonna score. Yeah, I feel like I know, man. I feel like Alabama's I could take the snap, turn, and throw it two yards to throw it two yards to Gibbs, and then he could take off up the sideline. I feel like, but but still, like you're assuming that like. How many times can you complete that throw? How many times is he gonna? He's gonna have five long touchdowns like that. I don't know that he probably has that this year. To where it's just like you're a little the exact same play pass. calls. You're getting the chances. It's just from the ten. I could throw five touchdowns. I, I'd be damned. Before we get, I, too I mean, far I know away. I could. Like no skill wise, I know I can throw a football well enough to do that. It's just it's the opportunity presenting itself and them being like, all right, we have to specifically no. do this to let you do it. I, would I be got a better chance of making a 30-yard field goal than I do yeah. four or five. Nah, I nah, so I'm a very like, athletic person, but I can't kick shit. Oh, I could probably I, I totally, so I could hyped totally up. I'd be so hyped up that I'd get the damn snap and I'd throw it into the third row of the stands, man. Me too, so, me like, too. <laughs> and then, um, and then I'd, I'd be like looking guy. at Jameer Gibbs and be like, that's on me. That's on me. He'd be like, that's on me. I got you this time. You threw it 40 feet over my head. Why are you chugging your chest like you did something? Like, thanks for admitting it, moron. <laughs> I just uh, I looked something up really quick. I, I didn't really believe you when you said Auburn only had five passing touchdowns, so I, I just went and checked. You're right. Um, only one power five team. would you not team. believe that? I just I wanted to see it myself. <laughs> Only one Power Five team has fewer than five passing touchdowns. It's got to be Iowa. Okay, it has to be Iowa. it's Iowa. How many do you think they have on the year? <laughs> they have two. three. Two. They have two passing yeah, touchdowns this season. Right. Evan. Yeah, that's Evan, crazy. Can you look up a stat for me? Yeah, imagine for me. Yeah, that's two and Us. a half times more. We're way past Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> you're um, you're half a Bo Nix game away from <clears throat> passing that. Exactly. Exactly. So Ohio State beat Iowa this weekend, which isn't news. Except for the fact that Ohio State didn't have to have any touchdown drives over like forty yards because I, because of the way Iowa's offense was. Can you look up the length of the touchdown drives that I, I have oh Ohio State yes. had in this game? I have they it right are here. hilarious. I have it right they are here. Hilarious. Um, Scored ten points. We should celebrate that. Uh, one of it was a pick six for the touchdown, so they scored. Three All right, never mind. I'm sorry. I take that back. <laughs> okay, so every touchdown that Ohio State scored, number one fumble return. Number two, touchdown, 10 plays, 75 yards. All right, that okay, one's that's fine. That's a real drive. That one's fine. Yes. Oh, there was just so many drives in that first half. I'm sorry. Uh, next touchdown they score, four plays, 15 yards. Next one, four <laughs> plays, 55 yards. Next play, or next one, three plays, 90 yards. Last one, eight plays, 40 yards. Yes. If they're not good at offense and they're not good at defense, what's going on? They are good at defense, yeah, but, the, they're but, good. The, but the offense was literally just not doing anything. <laughs> they're good at defense to the run-of-the-mill average teams. Yes. Can I read you guys some more not stats this. from this game? Yes, okay. please do. I'm just going to read you some, just some. These are all Iowa stats. Third down efficiency, they were a 1 for 13. Fourth down efficiency, they were a 1 for 4. So they weren't getting shit in third down, and they rolled the dice again. <laughs> Passing. 11 for 24 for 80 yards. Three interceptions thrown. Jesus. 
Mm, makes you think Quinn is actually pretty good. 35 rushing attempts for 77 yards, six turnovers. And wait, they, wait, wait. And Did they, you just say 35 rushing attempts for 77 yards? They average 2.2 yards per rush. I, th- I think we should make that the other hypothetical. And they had the, if you had that many carries, could you get that many yards? The funniest thing about that is like no. Quinn's stat line is like ten percentage points less than that stat line. <laughs> Talk to him. But we threw for th- he threw for. I'll have to do the math. Yards, I'll have to do I the don't math. Know how. Just the eye test. Let me do the math. <laughs> Do the eye test. Do the eye test. Is is Iowa going to fire their coach? Is Kirk Ferentz finally going to be done? No, he has a job forever. Yeah, he has it as long as he wants it. They will fire his son, though. Man, I wish for all of us. I wish for all of us to be on the Kirk Ferentz like plan. You know, like one year every ten years, you have a good year. And then you just ride that out the rest of the time, and ain't nobody bothers you. Like you, you run that place. I wish for all of us. String, to have that's that. Jimbo. That's it's not Jimbo. Jimbo. Play, like string. at least people, like people are on him, and he's like having to answer questions. Ain't nobody want to talk to Kirk Ferentz, and nobody talks to him in his press conference. No, y'all need to uh, read. Uh, like, nobody uh, wants to have that conversation with him. That's true. Yeah. Y'all need to read the article that Alex Kirshner wrote for Slate like a week or two ago about that whole situation, and it's like. You know, just the dumbest thing that's going on and the dumbest storyline in college football and how it's Iowa's coaching situation. It's it's really good. If you Google it, it'll pull up. Do you Google the Iowa expectations are for you to have a passion for the game and for you to wave to the wave to the before kids. the game starts. That's it. Like that's that's the job requirements. Or to have a pink locker room for that. the visitors. Those are the only things that people care about at Iowa. Right. So I looked it up. Uh, Quinn his completion percentage was nine percentage points less than 11 for 23. Do you God have the right dang. calculator up? I looked it honest, up. Y'all, I haven't, I have never, I cannot recall another college football game in my life where someone had 30 incompletions. That's like a fake number. Football happens all the time. And didn't even throw it 50 <laughs> times. That's Having a freshman throw the ball 49 <laughs> times. 49 uh, times. On the road. And his, and his first true road game is Mike Leach level of, of craziness. And it's that's insane. And also, Texas averaged nine yards to go on their third downs in the whole game. Our average third down yardage to go was nine yards. That's yeah, insane. that's nasty. I know that's So, strong. can we segue into BYU Liberty? Because people told us they wanted BYU's best shot, and we know how that turned out. But then Liberty turned around and beat BYU in the Newsmax Herschel Walker Bowl. <laughs> 41 to 14. 41 to 14. You know how ridiculous that is? Hey, man. BYU was a dark horse playoff contender got, before the season I, got started. Blood, do you ever look in a mirror when you say things like this? <laughs> do you just have them all off the wall? I'm telling you, BYU was hyped by someone on this show, and y'all lost to them, and now they're losing to Liberty by 41 to 14. What's the score y'all's game? They won by six in double overtime on at home. Liberty would probably beat y'all by fifty. They've already it's done it. 60. It's fine. There's no problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Uh, also, Marshall destroyed JMU. We gave JMU props for being ranked. Then they got destroyed by Marshall, mm-hmm. so they're no longer. That ranked. always happens to those kind of teams, man. Yeah, it's like they finally crack that and... ranking and just get destroyed. <laughs> they beat A and M, and then had... they go home and lose to somebody else, like App State. <laughs> <laughs> Briefly, we, uh, we almost had the Dabo pack this weekend. There uh, you go. Yeah. Uh, and DJ and we have given DJ uh, credit on this podcast for his improvements. He was asked, and he has improved this season. 
But my lord, he was a turnover machine in this game. Mm-hmm. Every okay, time we... they, 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 they had a drive going, he turned it over every time. And they had to bring in uh, Kate, Kate, Klubnik. Yeah, I just call him Klubnik. Yeah. I don't know what Klubnik. it is. Klubnik. He was the number one quarterback in his class, and he looked pretty good and kind of uh, held them down in the game. And now, and then Dabo was doing the switch back and forth between DJ and Cade, and they won the game. So they beat Syracuse. Uh, but Teach, I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of lies about that game, and I tweeted this because Texas fans were like, look at what Clemson did. Me and you could have handed the ball off to fucking Will Shipley. Yeah. Shipley Cade crazy. did mm-hmm. nothing. Literally, he handed the ball off, and Will Shipley was like, oh, cool, I'll run for 50 or 40 yards real quick. So, no. I, but the thing is, with that situation, DJ has struggled all year. Like, this isn't the first time yeah. that they kind of played the musical chairs. Mm-hmm. I do think, and again, we hate Dabo. Prayers down on Dabo. But I think his after-game speech was actually pretty good, where he was like, this kid's going to have an off game, and, you yep. know, Yep, he lied about Steph Curry doing something which wasn't real. But I support telling lies after your program does some foolishness. So, but he was like, "This guy is still our starting quarterback." You know, it just happens. And I thought, listen, if I got pulled, I would be pouting on the sideline. Like I ain't got that in me. Like I got too much pride. I would be sad. And that, DJ he was really clapping. Well. He handled it amazing. So shout out to that kid. He seems like such a good kid. He seems like a good what kid. Drawing him to Clemson. This, it gives you the vibes of when they had Kelly Bryant and Trevor Lawrence, and they were yep. kind of in a similar situation. Mm-hmm. And so Dabo has kind of seen how it goes, and so I thought Dabo was really smart not to give Dabo credit because fuck him. But I thought it was really smart to come out and say, I know that there's going to be controversy now. Obviously, the Cade Klubnik kid is very well regarded. He came in and made some big throws. Say, hey, this is our quarterback. And things should get a little easier for them because they got a bye week this week, and then they go to Notre Dame. And so DJ should be fine. <laughs> Let's keep the ACC out of the playoffs. There's no reason that the ACC should be playoffs. Yeah, they, I mean, they Syracuse do that well enough on their own. Syracuse almost did it, but uh, Notre Dame's not going to do it. I, uh, spoiler alert, Notre Dame's not going to beat Clemson. No. That Notre Dame mm, team I don't is that. So <laughs> if you put Clemson in any other conference other than the Pac-12, are they undefeated right now? No. no they would beat Texas. They would beat the team that you think it would, is going to win the Big 12. They would beat Texas. It wouldn't be Baylor. Ooh, Clemson, Clemson, right now. Clemson, Clemson would beat Texas. Would be Taylor. No, he said there's no win at Clemson. He said there's undefeated. no win at Clemson. I've lived there for years. There's no win at Clemson. The, the stadium is way too high. Win Quinn, Quinn's the highest front runner at Clemson right now. We should we, we should note that uh, <clears throat> Bama and Penn State dominated. Who cares about them? But TCU yeah. was. Uh, TCU let's was now let's hell. backtrack a little bit. Let's backtrack. Oh, you want to talk about Bama? Yeah, I mean they only put up thirty points. Like I'm telling you, they're in the dirt. Hey, some some teams have held them to less than that. That's true. Some teams Wait, have held them to the less than 30 that. Thirty to zero. Yeah. Thirty to six. Oh, six. Yeah. So if you if you're only scoring thirty on a Mike Leach team that's giving you extra possession with all those fourth downs, I think there's trouble in the in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Oh. Talk to him. Talk to him. <laughs> Maybe they're smoking Alabama. Save a lot of losses, y'all. So this this is maybe maybe I have come to see the light on culture stuff. I want to get your opinion on this, given everything that's going on. I'm wondering if Bama is just really shitty, and maybe their culture is the only thing like holding them together. Because like we put them in the dirt last week, thinking that they're gonna get beat by Mississippi State and stuff like that, and they come out and beat the shit no, out of Mississippi no. State. Some of us did not think they were losing to no, Mississippi State. Nobody by said the way. they were. Gonna, and there was some talk no, about them losing to Mississippi yeah, no. State. No, no, I don't think so. Like, no, I, so I, feel like, yo, I, I think we, if you the, do look the back, the title though. of the episode was like put like Bam R I P Bama Bama's funeral. Yeah, that's because like, one of like, those fuckers put it on there. I don't know who said that. No, 
Yo, we respect Bama. Have you seen what they've done recently? Go back and listen. You... Now, I so... told y'all Bama might not be what they have been in the past, but the right. schedule no, it's is still... light, and they're not losing to any other And it's still, like, many... their, their margin for error is so much bigger than anyone else, and that's really the yeah. thing. But yeah. I, I do think, I mean, you look back, and it's like the games that they've struggled with and some of the teams they've played, like, it's – I think everybody just stinks. Like, everybody. Hey, There's just levels to you... the stink. Well, if you take out sack yardage, how many rushing yards do you think Bama had um, against Mississippi State? Don't cheat. How many? Were... It, at least 275. At least two hundred. Seventy-five. At least two. Forty-two. Eighty. I was gonna say forty-two. 80. Wait, wait. Did Jamar Gibbs not play in the game? You no, know, he played. He only had like thirty-seven yards. He had like a total of seventy yards in the game. Thirty-seven rushing, thirty-three, uh, thirty-three receiving. How well, this this? Hey, Mississippi State. Mississippi State's defense dirt. is solid. Mississippi State's defense is good. Zach Arnett can coach, man. Yeah, their defense think, is wow. good. I think we do a we do a good job of holding everyone accountable for the lies they tell on here. I think something yes. we all owe each other is holding each other accountable to the truths we tell. And I remember after week two of this year, Tejan Blah said Texas is only one point worse than Bama, and I want to be on record. I think they're right. I think they're about one point exactly. worse than this Bama team exactly. this year. That means Bama stinks. <laughs> exactly. No, no. That's where we're going. They could be the bit 12 champ. Blah, I'm sorry. Texas is not good. Okay, so so I can I could wrap up our last game of last week and also make this point. Hold on. Before you get to that. The Big 12. Before but. you get to that. Bama has beaten the two nasty Texas programs by a combined five points this season. Five points. That's five disgusting. Five. Yeah. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you put Texas in the SEC right now, we are undefeated. Don't too. finish that. Easy conference. Please. Easy conference. Please don't do that. Oh, Y'all barely there are... beat Iowa State, my man. Like they were 0 3. <laughs> if you like, put Iowa State, Iowa State would be the Mississippi State. Was there State wind in that SEC. game too? Was there was there like wind in the corn coming through at Iowa? Like what? Like, we were at home. We were at uh, home. So there's wind in Austin. It was it's been windy. There was tornadoes here uh, last night. So I get it. It was flu season. String. I don't know if you watched <laughs> that. String. Did you watch that Texas Iowa State game at all? I watched very So you saw the piece where they had a game-winning touchdown that their best receiver in, in school history dropped, booty yeah. butt ass naked open. <laughs> Evan, do they put ifs besides wins and losses? Y'all do. No, they don't. That's your whole. They don't. Y'all, that, you've been three. doing that for fifteen that years, flow. man. That's y'all's entire like identity. Evan, what is Baylor's record right now? We are four and three, a single half game behind you guys. But we're five and three, so I, again, I think the respect on this podcast needs to be shifted to the left side, which is the Tejan Blah side, because we're five and three. We're literally one game away from being bowl eligible. Uh, there's three teams that have a chance at winning the Big Twelve. Two of them played this past weekend. Uh, TCU was an absolute hell, and then they hurt K State's two quarterbacks, and K State couldn't move the ball anymore, mm-hmm. and TCU got the win. So TCU remained undefeated. Uh, but K-State and TCU and Oklahoma State are the three best teams in the Big 12, and Texas isn't going to be able to – first of all, Texas has to beat both of those teams that played this weekend, TCU and K-State. That's not happening. We're losing to at least one of them. And we already have a loss to K-State. We're not going to the Big 12 championship. That that dream is over. Right is now. It, yeah, is, nobody's winning now in the Big 12. We're fine. Yeah, is, it, is Adrian Martinez, is, is he back to going to be healthy, like who are coming up, or what's, what's going on with him? We don't. Because they, they play they play Kansas State this weekend, but we don't know they haven't been they haven't announced yet who's going to play quarterback for Kansas State. Hmm. And if they don't have Adrian Martinez back, Oklahoma State's going to win that game. Yep. TCU is Alabama on steroids. Alabama's a dirty, nasty program that hurts quarterbacks. TCU has hurt 
Every TCU has hurt every quarterback they played pretty much. Have they really? It's been crazy, actually. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Yes. And they hurt two of Kansas State's quarterbacks in the same game. Yeah, at some point, you know, you got to start looking into coincidences. It's actually crazy. It's actually the way that it's building up is crazy. But TCU remains undefeated, and uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, they don't. I don't know who. Uh, I don't. I don't. I think they're off this weekend. So no, they've got West Virginia, who is no slouch. Oh, so who is no, no I slouch? Don't about that. Evan, don't do that. Evan, don't do that. <laughs> Where's it that at? Is a slouch. It's in. It's it's in. Uh, it's in Fort Worth, I think. So they should be no. It, it, no, it's in. It's in West Virginia. Oh, so that's upset alert. I'm upset calling alert. Good, Kansas good, State good teams, did have them in hell. Good teams losing in Morgantown. That's not true. It happens. That's not a thing. Uh, so. Uh, our next week's slate is not very good, so we can preview some <laughs> games. But this is if you have if you want to spend some time with your family, your kids, <laughs> your significant other, this is a good Saturday to do so. Uh, Evan did it last weekend, but he should have picked this weekend instead because there is nothing going on this weekend. The <laughs> best game on paper is probably OK State and Kansas State, mm-hmm. but we don't know who's playing quarterback for Kansas State, so that game might be some huff. As and like we, do we got the butt bowl, for Oklahoma we got State, the, so we, we got know the it's butt huff. bowl. Baylor and Texas Tech. That should be fun. That's the butt bowl. That's we got the butt bowl. I've, I've Evan, never. Anything you want to say? Go I've, ahead. I've never predicted a loss in my entire adult fandom, but I don't know, man. Huh? I don't. I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna win this one, guys. I know I said I was gonna hey, cut Texas a promo. Texas Tech is tough, brother. There's nothing Texas wrong with losing stuff. to Texas Tech. And they're yep. like they're retiring Mahomes' and jersey. And it's, it's a sold out night goes game. They finally broke him. I think they, they got did, there. man. Yeah. I don't know, but far be it from Texas Tech. To shit their pants when the lights get just ever so bright, so you, one would think. And it would be classic, classic Texas Tech to be really good and have Patrick Mahomes in the house and still lose. And still lose. <laughs> so maybe we will. Win. Maybe we will win this game. Baylor. Uh, I think we live. Iowa State and Oklahoma play, so Oklahoma has a game. Yeah, and I don't think Oklahoma needs to lose because their fans are a little bit too high after a Kansas win. Mm-hmm. Where's this game at? Iowa State. I think Iowa State wins. And I actually, I think they might win by like 17. Iowa State's definitely winning that game. I love that y'all told me. 1.5 underdog. Iowa State is. Book it. You got any alternate? I'm going to go bet that. Take the alternate line. Iowa State minus 17. I'm going Iowa State. (laughs) Iowa State's defense is good. Their defense is good. Their defense is good. I'm going to bet it. I'm going to bet it at 17 because I got that dog in me. I just want to hustle harder. I want to be. That's the the the, bookie. Say, add some more to that. That's the mortgage block of the week, man. Throw the whole mortgage on it. What what do you think Oklahoma is going to do that Iowa State isn't going to be able to stop? I think Iowa State's just a better football team, and they stink. So they do stink. It's a mid-off. If you want to know whose defense is bad? Oklahoma State's defense is bad, and Texas mm-hmm. mightily struggled against their defense. Derek Mason, why you should not be picking <coughs> them to win the Big Twelve? Do we you have Oklahoma State's stats at Oklahoma in the win, and then their stats oh, when they're away? Oh, oh, oh it's I'm really just asking. I know, again, I know he didn't throw 400 yards on the road in Waco, so maybe you're onto something. Because the, their defense could be totally different. Does it matter if there. it's a, mean, Does it matter if the where they are, if the away game is windy as well, or is it just the wind in the stadium that they're used to the swirls and the weather patterns? That's still so, water. It's the local wind. So right? string, yeah. Is a is a meteorologist expert, as we all know. So I need you <laughs> to reach out to some of your connects. <laughs> I've had my run as a meteorologist. I'll, I'll reach out to the ones that I'm on a good terms with right now and find out more information about that. Find out how That's the my lock swirls. of the week. Iowa State over let's Oklahoma see. money line. Let's leave the Big Twelve. I love that pick, Evan. I'm I'm gonna go uh, bet that minus seventeen Iowa State. Uh, <laughs> let's leave the Big Twelve. We also we talked about Ole Miss and Aggie. 
Uh, Ohio State, Penn State is a big game on paper, but it's not going to be a big game. Because we all know what's going to happen in that game. So Joyless murder ball. It's only 15 and a half? That's crazy. That's the that line. Is a it's, weird it, line. The game's at Penn State, too. That's crazy. And Penn State's good. Hmm. They've lost one game. <laughs> No, Penn State is good. very good. They're not good. Uh, Stop, it. Pablo. Stop it, Pablo. Pablo. Stop they're it not right now. Stop it. Uh, we also got uh, probably the best Tennessee team in the Big Ken- Ten. Tennessee and Kentucky, uh, hmm. which is supposed to be a good game before the year, but Kentucky hasn't been great. Um, they've been up and down, although they did lose their quarterback for a while. So yep. yeah, that they, might ain't, be they ain't scoring with Tennessee. Ain't but no they're, way. Not, they're not scoring on Tennessee, and Tennessee going to score. Tennessee's averaging 50 points a game. Um, so you can, you can already I haven't tell watched that Kentucky. game's going to go. I honestly know nothing about them, but I saw them. You don't the need day. to. They PFF lost to South Carolina. They had a really Somebody tight game quarterback is like a top five draft pick. Sometimes teams lose to South Carolina. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's a normal part of the human experience. One time in Another 10 years, game. it's okay. <laughs> Another game is uh, Florida's going to Georgia. Not going to watch this game for one second. Cocktail I party. I'm not watching. Does anyone know the game. line? If you're not looking at it, does anyone know 22? the line? Oh, yeah, no, no. Like, uh, 22 and a half. <laughs> Georgia's yeah. and I bet 23, it. a three-possession favorite. That's crazy. And that's why you should put your money on Florida. All right. It's a rivalry game. It is a very big rivalry game. Okay. I don't, I Look, because no, Georgia covering, has already shown. Not covering massive lines against Georgia is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I true. lost money on Auburn. Yeah, no, I lost no. money on betting that game on Auburn. I'm not. I'm not going to pick that game. And Florida, got... Florida is in a very similar predicament that they cannot throw the fucking ball, which means they're not going to be able to run the ball. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Arky plays at Auburn, and what's the line of this game? Three and a half, Arkansas. Yeah, you said it. I saw. three and yeah. a half. Um, Pablo, anything you want to go ahead and cut? <clears throat> Oh, yeah, it's at home. He he wants to. It's at home. We beat Arkansas six years in a row. This is the one I've been circling to wait to get to just to make myself feel better. Fuck Arkansas. We get back to four and four. Let everything else just spin for a little bit. We get a little momentum before Jimbo comes to town. We do have to. Is this a night game? One game. No. (laughs) 11 a.m. Damn. (laughs) Damn. Arkansas lost to y'all. Arkansas lost to y'all six years straight. They've lost nine out of ten to us, or ten out of eleven to us. Like, who is Arkansas beating? Like, who, everybody who else. Except, there's nothing like, wrong with losing to Arkansas. Like, I, I don't think that it's a bad thing to lose to Arkansas. Like, that's why. That's why. That's why I, I always had to say, like, you know, we get caught up in the moment a lot. Like, we can't get it twisted on who's where and what pecking order. So, mm-hmm. fuck Arkansas. They're they're a poverty institution that that they project a lot of insecurity when it comes to A and M. It comes to Auburn, like. They they want to drag us down there with them, like bro, y'all aren't y'all aren't up here. Like it's okay, we're down right now. It's okay, but fuck y'all, we're gonna get you for the seventh time in a row. Go to hell, Pablo. He said, "Go to hell." I, 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 Pablo, there's another program that had never lost to a program just last week, and you're talking about your streaks, and I just want you to be careful. There is a precedent just, that we have lost to them before, though. So you know, I'm not, I'm not talking too crazy. Yeah, just, just, just don't spot them 17 just points to start the game, and you might be okay. That I would, exactly. I would advise, yeah. I would advise against spotting teams 17 points on the road. It's not a good plan to win. Who's a game. the quarterback for y'all this week? Is it Ashford? Is it TJ? Oh, it's, it's going to be Ashford the rest of the way. Because so, yeah, it's like it's a very similar predicament. That, that Jimbo was stuck in. Like, Finley is the Haynes king. Like, he knows the offense really well. 
he like is in all the meetings. He's like the smart one, but like it 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 took an injury to get Ashford on the field full time, which is exactly what's going to happen with A and M because in the week of prep and practice, I'm sure Jimbo sees like, well, Haynes is still the guy, you know, and then it's like you put him in, and Robbie's just clearly going to give us a better chance at this moment, which is not much of one, but yeah, it'll be it'll be Robbie. How long has Haynes King been at A and M? He was there. He's been at there three years now. Ah, okay. That explains my question. I was confused yeah. for a second. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. That's about all the games I got for this. Not a great week, uh, not a great slate. Um, but that means there'll be upsets and there'll be slander, and we'll, we're definitely going to make sure that we are paying attention. And I'm very I'm very locked into this Baylor-Texas Tech game. Unfortunately, be for sure, Unfortunately it won't be on TV. It won't be on it. TV at all. Don't go looking for it. We skipped over a little bit of two games that I just want to briefly call North Carolina and Pittsburgh. Why does no one talk about North Carolina? Because nobody gives a shit about North Carolina. Cliff, they're like, bad. But what? North Carolina is ACC football. Game, right? Nobody yeah, gives a shit about yeah, North Carolina. They ain't played nobody. Pitt is bad. Well, strings aren't right. Sorry to string, but they did beat App State, but they ain't played nobody. Hey. You know, again, App State was a. It was a tough. I can't even. I can't even lie. Whatever. Like no. So I don't know if if y'all remember that game because it was seems like ages ago. But App State scored forty points in the fourth quarter of that game. Forty points in the fourth quarter. I remember. I bet on the damn game. I I vividly remember the schedule. It's it's so nasty. Hey, we all can't pick our schedules. We just have to do what we can. Yeah. If we had this schedule, I mean, we might be six and one with this schedule. (laughs) Last game, and I feel like we kind of touched on it, but string, you didn't really give us a prediction for your old miss. Oh, I, fuck, I, I, got no, I got, I got no damn prediction. I have no string. idea what to, so here's, You have to. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I, I don't we're think gonna I've finally, given, I've We're going to get a score no, out of this boy. You know what? One you know day. what? Fuck that. Because I've given everybody one prediction there you this go. year, and that's that we were going to cover the spread against App State, and we saw what the hell that happened. So I am done. I'm I'm He's not out the game. predicting any. I'm out. I'm out that stuff. Here, I will tell you the frustrating thing for me: if Haynes King is even moderately healthy, he will start that game, much to the frustration of all of us. And Jimbo will give us a bunch of lip service about how we uh, we want to get Connor Wagman some or Wagman some 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 run. But the problem is, is we're we're good enough to keep it close, but we're not good enough to beat them. And so, if it's close, we're not going to change quarterbacks. So. Well, I am the pulse for Texas Aggie football, and let me just tell you this. I, I kind of missed last week, but I was still concerned. Jimbo is an elite scammer, and scammers, what they do is they, they reel you back in, and this is the perfect Jimbo reel you back in game. I'm calling it Texas A&M beats Ole Miss by one touchdown. That's hey, I'll happening. take it, man. Can I ask all I will take it about Jimbo and where his head is at? What yeah. motiv- what motivation does he have to do a goddamn thing at all for the rest yeah. of his days? So, so I think that there's a couple different. I, I, yeah, I mean that's totally fair. The dude is rich as hell. He's gonna get paid no matter what. But here's the thing, man. I, I think all these coaches are just wired differently, and they're like, I think that they want to win. But here's the problem with Jimbo is I think he thinks his he thinks that he is the only person that knows the way to win, and so he's just grinding harder, like. Right now, on you know, in these press conferences, dude looks miserable. Like he does not look like he's sleeping. He's not looking like he's eating. Nothing like that. Because I think he's grinding to do this stuff. He's, but I, I just don't know that he he's too damn stubborn to understand to ask for help. So I don't, 
I don't buy that thing that he's got that check and he's checked out. I don't buy that because these coaches are just wired differently, man. And, and I don't think that Jimbo has the EQ in him to understand when he's pressing, and he's pressing hard right now. I don't think a, Go ahead. I don't think a close loss to Ole Miss ramps up the pressure any more than it already is, and there's already a lot of pressure and a lot of negativity around the program. But if Ole Miss comes in and runs rubshot over them, then I think things get, it's gonna to get a, loud. A fever pitch. It's going to yeah, get loud. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. But I don't think it's going to happen. I think the Aggie defense, despite how the season's going, has never been uh, checked out and never just let people go up and down the field on them. And Ole Miss obviously has their struggles, uh, as we saw last week. LSU just said, "Okay, y'all don't score any more points," and that was the end of that. So I, I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I do think Ole Miss will win the game. Can I tell you something? And this is breaking news. I want to um, retract that I am picking Texas A&M to win. Um, it is reported that Donnell Harris has been suspended as well. That was a former five star. Donnell um, Harris, back LJ, yes. Donnell Harris, I mean, he transferred a while ago. I thought he ain't been on the team for a minute. Oh. Jimbo said he can't come back. Well, it says this. That's right. LJ Johnson has reportedly quit the team. Yeah, we have been playing. Has been told he is not welcome. Um, former five star. I know Dave exactly Dingy. what you're looking at right now. I got that same quote up on the screen, bro. Like, and none of this, is that like, real? You're t- no, none of that shit. I mean, some of that stuff is for sure real, but I will tell you that not all of it is real. LJ Johnson hasn't played anyway. We play one running back. It doesn't matter. Like you're talking about a bunch of dudes that aren't seeing the field anyway. And so I'm not, there's nothing uh, on that thing. There's okay. that, there's that rumor that Gabe Dindy's thinking about going cause we flipped him from Oklahoma. I don't believe that either. I mean, he very well might. His family's in College Station. I just don't believe that. I think that right now, here's the thing. There is there is where a lot of A&M fans want it to be, that everything's going to be perfectly fine at the end of the season. Nobody's going to leave. And there is what you see on, you know, Longhorn message board sites that everybody is leaving and everybody is dying and everybody got caught with weed and whatever. The, yeah, the somewhere answer, in the middle. The science is somewhere yeah. in the middle. So I wouldn't believe yeah. all that hype that everybody's checked out. Don't. Man, put down your shaggy Texas links because I promise you ain't none of that stuff real. Get off inside well, now Texas, that I, know, I don't told you about going inside Texas, don't you I don't told you about that. Now that I know that this is a lie, I am definitely going to retweet this and say, oh, shit. I mean, shoot. I'm, no, hold on a second. You're talking <laughs> Donnell Harris. Donnell Harris, I'm looking right now. I Googled his name. Former four-star Donnell Harris retired from a and football on August 3rd. These the people you want to give credence to, man? He's like, now that you said that, I'm going to say, damn, Jimbo is making people retire. <laughs> Awful. He's talking about Before Denver, the season though, started. So, anyway. Prayers up for just Texas go, A&M. Just go tweet that says, like, you know, like every everybody. That, that win is suspended this week. Uh, you know, everybody's suspended. This Kellerman is suspended this week. Hey, you just put fucking like anything in. I'm going to start telling random that. lies. That's what we'll you do. Reveille was suspended. Being a bad bitch. Ryan Swope is suspended this week. He he won't be playing. He won't be suiting up for the Aggies this week. Gosh. Well, another great week. Again, Texas is on the bye, so we get to watch some of the other great programs of this um, show kind of carry the torch because we carried it for a really long time here the past couple of weeks. So I'm glad that maybe some of these other programs can win. Um, You know, again, Evan, we're glad you're back. We missed We're getting you at least week. one yes. program guys, win this week. That's my prediction. Hear, We're getting at least one. Want to hear about my trip? You guys want to hear? It was pretty good and pretty CFB adjacent. Was it a lie? Uh, I did lie a lot of the trip, but not about this. Uh, I was in Madison, Wisconsin, and it, it fucking this ruled. This is the part where Matt 
fades where Matt fades it out. On between two bears. No, <laughs> Madison, Wisconsin <laughs> rules. It's a college town. Um, on the way home from my flight out of Chicago, I sat next to a man. You know how old people are on planes. They're not hiding their screens at all. No data privacy. And he, oh, yes. he was on Sur, a website called Surly Horns. The whole hey, uh, I'm going there the all the time. Flight back to Austin, <laughs> just scrolling and liking. You were sitting next to Blah, huh? Yeah. So yep. it's a great it website when you don't feel like paying for the war. What is it? The uh, America's War Game when you don't want to pay the. Yeah, full didn't you have a promo code you wanted, you wanted to, to share? The bootleg version. <laughs> you you want to get the bootleg version? That is it. Well, as always. Like, rate, subscribe, retweet, whatever else that we speak ask. Pipe. You, you speak pipe. I, I forgot to check speak pipe again. I need to put my yeah, face. You haven't checked. I know it's gonna be like a voicemail. It's just like a running joke now. Like, is this even a real thing? Yeah, like, check the damn speak pipe. There may be many pipes in the speak pipe. I just I'll go check them and um. <laughs> there you go. We <laughs> pipe it up. Please leave us one, especially, you know, if you hear anything special during the Baylor game, the Auburn game, or the Texas A&M game. We would love to hear Enjoy that. Enjoy some time with your family with this week. Screen's off. Amen hang up that. and hang out. Screen time. Reduce your screen time, people. And with that, we're out. We're out. Love y'all. See ya.